Lincoln here from Turn to Burn, continuing on the Turn to Burn Discipleship Tour on the topic, There is No Junk in God's Creation. And we're continuing on this topic that even reprobates or people who do not believe in Christ or do not believe in the true and living God, they play a supporting role in the kingdom. Now, other examples of reprobates or unbelievers who inadvertently helped the kingdom were Pharaoh, Balaam, Jezebel, and Judas. Because of the unshakable nature of Christ, there is unshakable hope that we tap into when we consistently place our expectation totally in Christ and we turn away from sin. And sin here speaks to treason against God, crimes against God, offending God. Now, faith follows positive expectations or hope. In fact, the Greek word elpis means both faith and hope showing the close relationship of both concepts. A lukewarm believer does not have divine confidence or faith, but they labor in self for the rest divinely provided in Christ from the world's creation. See Hebrews 4 verse 3 in the Holy Bible. And in failing to receive that divine rest from their labor, reprobates will give up on the lively hope of their relationship with Christ, even if still attending something called a church or church services. The gospel says that God's victory over the sins that defeated us is a demonstration or as we say demonstration of God's glory and victory over his creation. Revelation 22 shows that God wins over creation and so we have lively hope of victory over the sins that dominated us when we trust Christ and we denounce those crimes against God. The gospel further says that even in experiencing the most horrible people and situations, Jesus will be praised if they repent or through them. Revelation 1 verse 8, see Revelation 22, 12 to 16, Revelation, sorry, Philippians 2, 9 to 11, etc., the point we're making is whether you worship God, whether you praise God, yes or no, you're still going to end up giving him glory, either directly or indirectly. For the unbelievers, they're going to still end up on their knees before him. This is what the Bible teaches, that every knee shall bow, every tongue shall swear that Jesus Christ is Lord to the honor and glory of God the Father. The Bible also teaches that those who believe in Christ, they will grow in their faith through the testing, through the persecution that unbelievers put them through. So if you're an unbeliever, your sins, your, your acts that seek, seek to influence persons away from a belief in Christ, those will simply help to make people stronger in their faith. And if you are a believer, then your life naturally praises God. The gospel says we have hope of victory through persecution, which our Father God for the believer prepares us for and prophesies we will experience by believing his word. A brother in the Bible called Joseph, his brothers sinned in Genesis 37. But even though this was not God's preferred will, God respected <clears throat> man's choices and he still permitted it and their sin, his brother's sins, promoted God's glory in honoring Joseph. See Genesis 50, 17 to 20. So the point there in the story of Joseph 
His brothers betrayed him. They were jealous of him. His fancy coat, his fav the favoritism, it appears of the father, of his father, um, uh, Israel, previously Jacob. And <clears throat> they threw him in a pit. He ended up going to Egypt and he ended up becoming the second in, second in command for Egypt, if you call it that. And he ended up being the ones to turn around and bless his family in times of famine in the world at that time. That's the story. So even the bad deeds of Joseph's brothers turned around to glorify God. And there's a big story there. Point is that even the reprobates play a supporting role for those who love God. Similarly, Christ's assassination, which was our fault as unrepentant humans, has a positive effect to demonstrate God's, or demonstrate as you would say, God's infinite value, his passion and love for mankind in the face of the most violent, disgusting situations of life. See John 3 verse 16. Proverbs 13 verse 12 exhorts that we are sustained when our hopes are realized and contrastingly our hearts are tormented or afflicted when our hope is delayed. What you become is really up to you. However, God exists and has a preferred or sovereign plan for our lives that does not include sin and our rebellion. However, he factored our rebellion and every sin into his permitted plan and he provided a way of escape and redemption or freedom from rebellion. God is so great that even though he originally designed us to be sin-free, he completely prepared for all our sins and mistakes and in so doing even the mistakes are a part of his allowed plan for his name to be praised. In essence, even though Satan is an enemy of love, he is not a mistake as it is through his testing that we grow. See Matthew 4 verse 1, Mark 1 13, Luke 4 1 to 2, James 1 verses 1 to 17, Revelation 2 verse 10, etc. Job 12 verse 16 teach that we should be hopeful because the deceived and the deceiver are under God's influence and those who trust in God are victorious. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 7 teaches that love hopeth all things, that is, love hopes thoroughly. This reveals that there shouldn't be any situations that should produce negative expectations or fears that overpower us. Or put positively, we should and can have great favorable reassuring well-intentioned expectations from all situations and we're going to be continuing on this in our next episode we encourage you to continue giving us great feedback and we're leading up towards our first question and answer on the gospel lincoln here encouraging you to have a great day crushing maliteracy why or effeminacy why rob God and this world of you and your family? And until next time, be nuclear. Join the Famty Institute for only $60 per month for the Messianic Kid, Messianic Teen, and Messianic Adult Mentoring Programs. 
and $250 per month for the Messianic Family Program. Personal sessions are available for $100 per session. We look forward to have you join the conversation at the Family Institute at famtfamily.com. Man up. It's amazing how normals can be redefined. Metro now the benchmark. And despite being misbehaving, males love being well shaven. Shiny nails and pubes Brazilian waxed. Although manliness eludes our grasp, a real man mangled by his grandpa's standards. Crafting a, crafting a world filled with moral hazards, a deleterious defection of adverse selection, a man stands fallen with every erection. And it's interesting how things got messed up. It's a man down replacing man up. Males focused on living dressed up. Females left wearing the pants. Women now taking lead in romance and illegal dance proposing to males who then become housekeepers. Poor house sweepers, men even trying to breastfeed, robbing homes of the one thing that it still needs, a man with the DNA of his divine father. His detached scrotum loosely dangles from his wife, who balances husband and kids on top of her life. And all this was doubled over by her menstrual cramps, greeted by the hot flashes as her estrogen dries up. And a man reaches a midlife crisis that sees younger tits make his crotch rise up. And he forsakes his ring because of the serpent's stale lies. His family's bank account declines as his mistress's rise. And it's interesting how things got messed up. His man down replacing man up. Males focus on living dressed up. Females left wearing.